0: Welcome to another episode of Real Life Discussions with Pastor Rodney and Teresa.
1: We uh, today are going to talk about keys to flowing into the anointing. First, we want everyone at Real Life to know we love you, and uh, we encourage you to continue to pray for our country and uplift uh, our president and those who are in authority right now that uh, God will just move across this land and that peace will rule. That's our, our prayer today and believing for that. But with all that's going on, I want people at Real Life and people who's listening to this podcast to continue to have faith in God and knowing that the anointing is strong.
0: God is not taken by surprise, by anything. Um, and we, during this time, it's un- there's a lot of uncertainty. Still yet. And... A lot of disappointment. But I, I'm i holding out um, faith that, and believing and trusting God's God, perfect will. Uh, that God's will is going to be done.
1: Yes. And this. it might take a little longer than usual. So, um, but with the subject, that's the reason I felt like this would be something to talk about. Because I think all of us need to surround ourselves and get in the presence of God right yes. now. And, uh... I know we just, Tracy just prayed before we started doing this telecast. And we hope that this is something that you need today. And we're going to again talk about keys to flowing in the anointing. We're not going to go very long today. I've said that before and went real long. So hopefully we won't do that. In 2 Timothy chapter
0: 2 um, verses 20 through 21 says, But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified, set apart, and useful for the master, prepared, which means to provide, make ready, equipped for every good work.
1: We always, but especially right now, we've got to purpose to be a vessel unto honor. Yes, uh, we've got to let our light shine. We've got to let people know that Jesus is still alive and he's working through us. And that's what a vessel is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've talked about this before. I've talked about it at church. You know, what carries the life-giving blood throughout people's body yeah. is the, the...
0: Cardiovascular system, the vessels, the veins, the arteries carry to and from the blood, to and from the heart.
1: So Jesus is our heart. He's mm-hmm. he's the heartbeat. He's the, the source. Yes, he's the one that's pumping the blood throughout our life and throughout our vessels. And he wants us to use our lives mm-hmm. on this planet to be a vessel of honor to show how strong our god is and what our god can do
0: and the the vessel in the cardiovascular system when you're talking about a vein or an artery it doesn't produce the blood the life-giving power Mm -mm. but it's the channel through which it flows and it's the same way what we are we're that vessel we're even if you want to look at it as utensils in a kitchen a cup would carry the water hold the water to quench your thirst and and that's what we are we're the delivery method to get what is needed to god's people
1: well and you correct me because you're you know you know more about this than i do you know your blood is is pumping through its vessels we're kind of relating Mm -hmm. to this scripture to being vessels that brings life Mm -hmm. throughout your body but also it is tell me if i'm wrong um, that also determines of what you're putting in. Is that correct? What you eat determines well, you can, and keeps it clear. Yeah. Is that correct if or you're,
0: If you're eating foods high in saturated fats or um, you're not very active, you have a sedentary lifestyle, those vessels can become clogged.
1: Okay. So my point was that right now with all that's going on in our country, you might want to spend more time yes. bringing in the word yes uh, yesterday we had spent some time with your mm-hmm. sister and my brother <laughs> that's <laughs> our brother-in-law and sister-in-law uh, and we had praise and worship music going on mm-hmm. to try to saturate while we were sitting there so we were trying to feel our spiritual self mm-hmm. because what we're talking about is spiritual not just physical but we're relating it to physical of the blood so people can understand what we're talking about so right now you need to begin maybe to turn off the tv quit listening to news a little bit during yep. the day and saturate yourself with the presence of god and allow him to begin to do the work that he needs to do not only in you but throughout this country
0: that's right
1: so you agree with me i agree <laughs> uh the second thing is is found in acts chapter 5 verse 28 through 29
0: saying, Did we not straightly command you that you should not teach in this name? And behold, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men.
1: So the second thing is determine not to compromise. Yeah. Uh, we've got to make sure that we are holding truth to what the word says. Yes. And we don't compromise that with Anyone.
0: No.
1: Any uh people say, you know, might come and say you need to change that because times has changed. Well, if it's in the Bible, the Bible is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. It never changes. Jesus is the same. Yes, so you Lord. and I don't need to compromise. We need to hold fast and truth to what the word says. But here also it's you know, when they were talking, he said we ought to obey God rather than yeah. man. So they did they were telling him to to quit teaching in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Quit doing that. And they said no, we're going to obey God. My my thing is to you. You've got to obey God. Yes. Don't compromise your belief. Don't back down. Stand firm in the word and your belief of the word. Yes. Uh the third thing is in Hebrews chapter 12, 1 and 2. hinders your spiritual progress um everything to hinder one's progress in this heavenly race and that can be a lot of things oh yeah uh i mean sometimes you may have to uh sever relationship if they're pulling you away from the true uh doctrines of christ of what they don't mean you don't love them Mm -hmm. don't mean you don't pray for them but you know the bible is the word and i'm going to anchor everything i believe in what the word says so if people are trying to pull me away from that or trying to say you got to accept it because that's just the way it is well i accept the word over anything anybody else says so you sometimes you've got to make a decision of are they holding you back
0: And it doesn't always have to be people, you know, because what I just read was in the ESV translation, and that translation uses the term clings so closely. It can be people. It can be that inner core of people that you're hanging with that may be um, negatively speaking into your life. It could also be those things, those habits, those... um, things that you're allowing into your thought processes the negativity that you're hearing from tv uh from uh shows that you're watching books that you're reading or just just the, your own thoughts you're allowing your thoughts to go outside of the realm of the word and that will cling to you you can you cannot what you're bringing into yourself it's your. You can't get any closer than that. What you're allowing inside yourself—that's
1: well, true. But you know, one thing that I, I have seen, especially <clears throat> in today's society, I'm going to accept more what the word says than what maybe they say is politically correct.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For instance, for for uh, for the sake of of this analogy, we believe, according to the scripture, that abortion is a sin. And so I'm going to anchor myself with what the word says and not what political people say when it comes to that. That's just the way that I'm going to look at it because I see what the word says. He said, I knew you before you was even formed in the belly and mm-hmm. et cetera. So you've got to watch who you surround yourself with. The other thing is the the running must not look to the other contestants, but must keep his eyes fixed on Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm
1: uh Other words, when you're running, it slows you down if you're looking back,
0: yeah, or watching everyone else's progress uh and it still goes to the same thing don't look at other people and listen to other people. it's good to get advice if you're getting advice from someone that you know they're the example of the life they're living is godly and positive, and they're giving you advice according to the word. Uh, but you don't measure yourself among yourself. The Bible talks about that. And just because someone else is doing something and maybe getting success at it, don't let your your race, your track that's in front of you, you follow that path that God's given you. And don't look at ever, everybody else and judge your success by... How far they're getting. Yes. You obey God.
1: The biggest thing as a pastor and the thing that people look at, they judge their their Mm -hmm. selves of where they're at by looking at someone else's ministry.
0: That'll trip you up every time because you'll get discouraged because you think, well, God, you're not, I'm nowhere near brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so.
1: And right now you've got people that are doing in-person meetings but their churches are so big, they've got them so separated, and they've got professionals coming and cleaning them. you got people doing online. You've got people doing different things. And I can't judge what they're doing with what we're doing right now. Uh, you know, we do YouTube uh, for our services. We're doing podcasts because I know that's something you're comfortable doing, and people love to hear you discuss subjects with me. So that's the reason we're doing this today. Um, the next thing is...
0: Before ministry, whether it's individual ministry or you actually have a pulpit ministry, you have to stay before God until you know His heart, the direction for your life. Just like we were saying about that runner, that contestant, you stay on your path. You can't live someone else's life or what they are doing and try to adapt your ministry or your calling to that person. Yes. You need to know what God's telling you to do. And the only way you can do that is he's going to be the one to tell you. Yes.
1: Well during your own time read Luke chapter six. It says Jesus prayed
0: before yeah.
1: before he went really done ministry things. He he spent time, he sent him away, he would go to the mountain. He and had pray.
0: his mandate. You yes. Know, he knew Jesus didn't come down to this planet, born into this world and go, God, you know, I need a, a memo, I need something, uh what are you gonna do? He knew, but yet he still took time. Well,
1: we to pray. When we were at you know, when we do in when we were doing church before the, the coronavirus and all this stuff happened, uh, you all that are listening went to our church. I told you during that time, for the last number of years I've been at real life that It really doesn't matter what happens in the church as much as what happens outside the Mm -hmm. church. This is your opportunity. Use this opportunity to get before God and minister to people. Mm -hmm. Like, you can sit on your porch, Mm -hmm. and as people go by, you can share Jesus about them. Ask them what they're doing. Can I pray for you right now? Let your light shine where you're at. Mm -hmm. We could have one of the greatest revivals right now if everyone would begin <clears throat> to minister to people. Mm-hmm. And I said this last week on our program. Uh, I mean, you can sit there, and I know, but the says, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. But you can stretch your f- hand forth yes. and say, hey, you're not feeling good? Can I pray for you? you? don't mean you have to run to them and lay hands on them. You can put your hands toward them because that's a show of contact, mm-hmm. we would say. And say, I'm, I'm just praying right now for you. Just think about how many people each person that goes to real life or whatever church you go to the people you could be t- touching ministering to right now outside of church yeah so i want to encourage you encourage you get on your front porch it's getting cool people go by talk with them uh
0: pray for opportunity yes the lord to open a door for you to minister to someone
1: and share the love of jesus right now with them yeah. and then when real life comes back around the first part of the year Maybe you'll bring 10 or 15 people with you because you won them to Jesus. There's nothing greater than that. Oh, yeah. So let your light shine wherever you're at right now. Uh, The next one is?
0: Determine beforehand to
1: instantly
0: obey the voice of the Holy Spirit within.
1: 1 Samuel 15 and 22 says? To
0: obey is better than sacrifice.
1: Okay, so we can pray all we want to pray, and we need to do that. Mm -hmm. But when God says to do it?
0: You got to do it.
1: You've got to do it right then. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I shared with you last telecast on the YouTube channel. I went outside. I've been enjoying going outside and taping the telecast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And last week when I did that, I don't know how many times I had to start over. Yeah. Because people were stopping and, talk. and talking with me about different subjects. And it got a little discouraging at first because <laughs> I could have <laughs> given up. And, you know, I dropped my pen. I left it on the telecast. I got to pick my pen up. I'm leaving it there. Um, But see, I was talking to people about different things. But if they needed prayer, I would have prayed for them too. So that was opportunities that came my way. So you need to make sure, don't get frustrated if you're outside and you're reading your Bible and somebody walks by. That's an opportunity Mm -hmm. to share the gospel and quickly do it. I know you and I have uh, prayed about things. And we've been slow sometimes mm-hmm. and a cautious, which is fine in, in some instances. But we've learned that when God says something, do it instantly.
0: Well, sometimes you have thoughts that drop into your spirit, and we automatically start, well, God, is that really you? If it's something good and it's something that lines up to the Word and it would uplift someone... The devil's not going to put something in your mind to do good. So automatically, you know the voice of God. His children know his voice. When that drops into your spirit, you know when you feel that peace in your heart. Do it. Obey him. Whatever he tells you to do, obey him.
1: Well, we were out somewhere and uh, a couple weeks back or a month or so ago, um, and God dropped in my heart to do something for somebody. We had just met him. Mm-hmm. And in my heart, I said, Lord, if this is you, I, my, my other witness is my wife. Mm-hmm. And you opened the door and said, do this for so-and-so. And we just met him. Yeah. So we did what God told us to do. Uh, just be quick. Mm-hmm. Just be quick. The last thing is found in Acts chapter 4, verse 17 and 12. and also, 7
0: through 12.
1: 7 through 12, and then 29 and 30. Okay.
0: It says... And this is the ESV translation. And when they had set them in the midst, they inquired, By what power or by what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders, if we're being examined today concerning a good deed done to a crippled man, by what means this man has been healed, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, 30 in Acts chapter 4 says and now Lord look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness while you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant Jesus.
1: In other words the sixth thing is
0: be bold in your obedience you are acting in the place of Jesus energized by the Holy Spirit in obedience to the Father.
1: So what we're saying there is You're here representing Jesus mm-hmm. And so you are you By through praying And through obeying You are Energizing in a sense The Holy Spirit to even use you more yeah. Because more you allow him To use you More he'll use you But you've got to be energized You've got to obey God uses people And that's you Yes I want to see God use use you in a mighty way. I want you to come back and say, you know what? God used me, and this person got saved. God used me, and this person got healed, Pastor Rodney. And that's what our prayer is today. I want you to be used right where you're at. Yep. You serve a powerful God. Yes. You want to be a vessel of honor. Very quickly, the uh, couple things we talked about today is...
0: Number one, purpose to be a vessel unto honor. Number two, determine not to compromise. Number three, strip away all that hinders your spiritual progress. Number four, before ministry, whatever it might be, stay before God until you know His heart. Number five, determine beforehand to instantly obey the voice of the Holy Spirit within. And lastly, be bold in your obedience. You are acting in the place of Jesus, energized by the Holy Spirit in obedience to the Father.
1: Uh, this just came in while you were saying that last one. How many people right now are waiting for God to do something uh-huh. and they're really waiting on you to do what God's told you to do? Exactly. So do what God says.
0: And be energized, knowing that it's not you doing it, Mm-mm. it's the Holy Spirit working through you. He he is the power.
1: If God's told you to do something and you know, we always say money, but say God told you to bless someone, be thankful you have the money to do it, but quickly do it Mm -hmm. and obey God. Because God has something for you on the other side that will come back up on you because what you sow, you reap. Exactly. God is a good God. Listen, Teresa and I love you. And right now we're going to pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord. As we come into your presence, I pray for everyone listening to this podcast that they will Look at these six things, Father. They'll begin to follow these six things. And Father, I pray healing. I pray a move of the Spirit of God. And Father, if anyone's lost, let's listen to this. Lord, today I pray for them. All they've got to do is declare that Jesus died on the cross, that Jesus rose the third day, and they got to confess and ask Him into their life and confess that He is Lord of their life. Father, I pray for them right now. I pray for our country. I pray for our president, Father. I ask that you move across this country. You bring the light, the things that need to be brought to light, Father. And you do miracles. We pray for this thing right now. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. We want you to know that Teresa and I love you. And we're praying God's best be yours. Spirit, Spirit, soul, and body. body.